0: Thank you for being on this podcast. Um, I've seen you a couple of times. No, no, actually the first time I saw you was when I took the picture for you. When I really noticed you, but you probably came in with your mask and I didn't notice or something. Was I ever standing out there in front of you? I, I don't you remember don't seeing your face. I don't recall, okay. no. yeah. right, right.
1: Except so, I saw your face on the wall, of course. Oh, did you? You knew me from there? Just, just over there. When I was looking at, at the past presidents, yeah.
0: Recently or after you after I took the picture or did you No, that? no, so
1: I joined uh, the I think I, I joined the 29th of December 2016 I moved to Tokyo the 28th okay. of December uh, 2016 so the next day I joined okay. um, And then of course it was the year-end holiday So I was back in I think on the 4th of January okay. and because I wanted a network to plug into when I moved to Tokyo from Osaka Right. Um, so I had all, everything organized, I wanted like a, a bunch of people to know, right? Or at least a place where I could feel that I had some friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I looked at the wall there, I remember looking around the whole place, everything on all the walls. And I was looking at the past presidents and I was like, wow, you know, getting a real sense of the history for this place.
0: Interesting. One black
1: guy. <laughs> you know? I, I, I may have, there's something in my mind. Obviously. I know, I know.
0: Yeah. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, when I looked at the wall, I remember coming here in the 70s. Hmm. When I came to Japan in 74, I came in the 70s, and I looked up there, and I didn't see anyone black, because that's something that became very, very um, hmm. important to me. And I looked up there, and I said, one day I'll be half joking. One day I'm going to be the first black person this club has had. And lo and behold, I got to open this facility, this yes. three hundred million dollar facility. Yeah, which I, I couldn't have planned in my best dream. Nowhere in the world. Are, are your but parents my, still around? My mother is. She's so, okay. She's so she got to see that, right? She got to see that. Yeah. She did. And, so, and my father, I wish I was. I wish he lived long enough to see um, Obama, escape our first black president. Mm-hmm. That would have been something for him. But he lived a good life. I, I have no complaints. So tell me, what what I don't know, I don't want to ask you what first brought to you here. What I want to ask you is where were you born? Birmingham, England, just a suburb outside called Sutton Coalfield. Okay, and um, how old are you now? 37. 37?
1: I've been here 15, coming up 16 years, so I came straight after
0: graduating. Now I know you were close with your mum. How many siblings do you have, if you have any? It's just me. <laughs> See, and they read to you a lot, didn't they? Did they have you late? Yeah, you, yeah, every night. Is yeah. your father still alive? Yeah, yeah. Are you you're really close to your parents?
1: Uh, I call them once every couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Are you close um, to your dad? Yeah, I, I chat with them.
0: You yeah. right. <laughs> said,
1: yeah, like you do, like, well, we're not really close, but we talk. Like, yeah, we're, we're as close as we ever have been. Okay. But, like, we don't go really deep into things. I don't know. It's, I think it's a typical, it's a typical parent son relationship, I would say. Okay, okay. I'd say it's a good relationship. They're good parents.
0: Good respect, Great parents. everything.
1: Yeah. Oh, I feel absolutely blessed. Yes. They're, they're, they're fantastic people. Very That's loving. Good. Always have been. Always That's been good. very encouraging. Anything I wanted to try or do, uh, they've always encouraged me to do it. Yeah. I've quit many things many times. Yeah. Um, but they've, they've always been supportive. And point. I really appreciate that. So whatever I wanted to do,
0: do you have any, they've been okay. Where old were they when they had you? Were they young, older? Our dad, I think he was uh, 40. And okay. mom was—I uh, won't say it because you're okay, never you never a woman's name. That's right. right yeah. You got that right. Mm. Got that right. <laughs> smart move. Smart move. She's going to appreciate that too. She yeah, sees yeah. this. Smart move. Let me ask you this: So, well, growing up, did you have real close friends or any like cousins and stuff? Did you have a big extended um, family or was it just you? some new cousins? cousins? But they lived further away.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I was someone who had um, a few close friends, not necessarily in, uh, I didn't really have a big group that I would always hang out with all the time, mm-hmm. it was more like individual friends. So you could be anywhere? You could be with- I could be anywhere, but because of that, because I didn't have a group that I would default to, like to go there go play football with them, go do lunch with them. You know, like many of my other kids at school, they would have that group of like mm-hmm. five, six, seven, 10. Mm-hmm. They would always hang out with. Mm-hmm. I never had that. So school could Did be, you ever want that? School could be a bit of a lonely place. There were days when I was, there were times when I was quite lonely. No, oh. what are you talking about?
0: You're talking about elementary, you're talking about, and these were public, these were private schools. Uh, public schools, public schools. Wait, uh, wait, see, in <laughs> England, see that's why I'm asking. See, I was doing Sorry. it your way first, now we're getting confused. Yeah. Public, in, in in America means it's actually public. Anyone can go to it. In England, it means it's private. I'm speaking for you. Okay, so I was speaking uh, yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so this is so a to... free school, state-run okay. school. It was a private school. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember being lonely
1: at uh, in elementary school, but secondary school there were certainly some times that I felt a little bit lonely.
0: Well, what um, did you do? I mean, what kind of activities were you involved in? Don't tell me you were drama class and you, 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 were, you were a thespian and, and that's why the kids, you couldn't get along with anyone because everyone no, else no, was no, doing no, sports. No, no, no,
1: no. It's just I, I never really fit into a specific group so I'd you know, just wander around, chat with some friends, wander around a bit, chat with some other friends but I, I didn't have a sense of belonging in any specific group. Wait, no, wait, and what's your ethnic background? Uh, my grandfather's from Wales. Yeah, um, so you're Welsh, okay. Uh, so I'm quarter Welsh. Okay. The rest of the family are from the West Midlands, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum's father, who I never met, uh, oh my goodness, I think I think he was an engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know much about him, honestly. Uh, and then my dad's dad, he was a coal miner and all that side of the family, they did uh, the coal mining. Even your mm-hmm. father? Uh, My father, he had a shop. He worked for a company called Ready Mix Concrete. He worked up Mm -hmm. and became a manager there. He decided to quit. He bought a small shop, um, which was, uh, in the UK, we call it an off license. Mm -hmm. So he sold uh, wines and spirits. It's a license to sell off the premises. So half of the shop was uh, wine, spirits, beer. The other half of the shop was video rentals, so VHS, and then went into DVD. And he did that for... I think 28 years, and then. Did retired. you ever help
0: him during that time? How old were you during
1: that time? I mean, uh, yeah, there was some days. So, so all of my life, he he had the shop.
0: Oh, all of your life. All of my yeah.
1: life, yes. All of your life. Yeah. And
0: you left England when you were how old? When I was 21. So, so all of my time year, to, in the to, UK, yeah. He had this. So that's I all you think did. he
1: retired when I was 27. Okay. Um. Yeah, 67. He retired, and then uh, I used to help him going to the. Cash and carry, we call it, like the mm-hmm. wholesale warehouse, and mm-hmm. grab some stuff during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and then occasionally, I stand behind the, the counter and take some, you know, take some money. But
0: okay, yeah. So. yeah, but he didn't, he didn't really ask you to do these things, or you didn't have to do them. No, 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 absolutely not. These are really, so you were like when he, he just he invited didn't consider me. you an employee. No, 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 no,
1: no, absolutely not. It's very occasional. He just okay. invited me along.
0: So in other words, you didn't get paid.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Would be enough. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I did, because I, okay, could he help self, I could help myself to the ice cream, okay. but, <laughs> and I think I'd get free chocolate bars if I wanted okay. <laughs> to. Right, okay. I, I got paid. Right. It's probably better than if I got paid.
0: Right, I got you. I got, cause it was unlimited. Yeah. Right, it was unlimited. Yeah. That's neat. So what kind of sports did you get involved in? Uh, During so, your lonely time, when you said you were lonely in school, were you involved in any sports?
1: Uh, no, actually. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, I used to do swimming. Uh, When I was a kid, like 6 to 11, Mm -hmm. Uh, 6 times a week, (laughs) no, 7 times a week, 6 days, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, 1 to 2 hour sessions, Mm -hmm. quite serious, quite boring, but you know, it's alright, it was with friends. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember being bored towards the end, I should say. Okay. Uh, Then I did judo for a little bit, just a year, I did golf with my dad. Um, I think well, I, you start. All, I, I, that's I, all you know. He, my, my dad, he he, he and played, Abby, no. and he was uh, there's an A team and a B team in our local club, and dad was captain of the B team for mm-hmm. a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, so dad could play. He had a handicap of I think nine was his best. Who did yours become what was your best? I, I didn't get one. Um, didn't I, I quit before I was uh, old enough really yeah. to get one. Um, really, it was the allergies that killed me.
0: Really?
1: Uh, so, like, I, I never really enjoyed the game, mm-hmm, and mm. part of that was just the allergies. The allergies, right? Your eyes, just, nose running, everything. It yes. was just a bit miserable, unfortunately. Wow. Um, but it's something. Like, I went to the range recently, and I could still hit, so I was okay. happy with that. I'm quite keen to have a game here at some point.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, then I, I didn't do anything.
0: Then I got into uh, karate. No, that's after you got hit over the head. Ah, yes. With a bottle. I now, what happened? I had... You didn't have to tell me. Listen, I read. I've <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, well, you are 15 years old. Yeah. Someone hit you with a bottle. Do you want to go into what, what happened? You said someone hit you with a bottle, but what? They just walked. They just happened to say, hey, listen, hit him upside the head, or did you do something to someone that made them. Well, yeah, it's funny, like, because a friend of mine's
1: dad, uh, he said that. To us as well. He didn't actually believe us that we were just attacked for no reason, and uh, I think that hurt my friend pretty hard, Matt, who I was with, mm-hmm. uh, because you know his dad didn't believe him. But yeah, we were just we came out of the cinema movie theater. Uh, we are standing in the street. We're at the at the bus stop, waiting. There's me, Matt, and Pete, and there are three girls, like a, a group date.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we're waiting for the bus to go back. Um, Matt happened to live right near the bus stop, so he didn't need, need to get the bus, but we're seeing the girls off, right? Uh, the 107 bus comes the other way. Now, 107 comes from the Kingstanding area, like bad bit of town. The further you go in the city, even worse it no, gets. It um, that bus stops. It's a double-decker bus, the back upper deck window is kicked open Mm -hmm. off its hinges. Someone dives out of that upper rear deck onto the floor like 10 foot or whatever. About 20 other kids pile off, I'm about 15. These, they're about 15, 16, similar age. They're they're, they're drinking, Um, probably smoking something as well, I don't know. They're just kids that you know are basically looking for a fight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I said, I said to Matt, Matt standing here at me, I was like, Matt, don't look, do not look, right, right, don't mirror, he's it. looking at me, do not look around, right, right. He looks around, and they said, okay, but and they're, they're like, boy. Bum, bum, walk over. Probably wouldn't have made a difference. I don't it blame you anyway, for a I, 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 Matt, it's Walked over, uh, pushed Matt past me, I'm like this. They swing the bottle, I don't know, a bottle of beer. Um, I block it. So my, my initial reaction is good. My next reaction was, ow. I got you. So then obviously, you know, swings again. This time I turn and I cop it here. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I know, like I've got blood coming down me and uh, I kind of back off and uh, I ran. Uh, I left my friends. I ran to my friend Matt's house. This is only about 150 meters away. Mm. Uh, knocked on the door. His uh, brother answered, and uh, then his mum came to the door. I'm very sorry that his brother, younger brother had to see that. His mum came to the door, saw us bleeding. Where's Matt? Fortunately, Matt was just a little far behind. girls were totally fine. They left them alone. My friends were fine. Pete also got hit as well. He mm. had some stitches. We were both in the hospital together. Matt was fine, just
0: got punched or something. They just wanted a fight. I got you, but that got you into karate. I then told my piano teacher. Next time, (laughs) next time, (laughs) it's going to be a whole different story. They're going to be going home telling the story.
1: Yeah, like I told my piano teacher and uh, keyboard, I should say, that was popular at the time. He was like, well, you know what, just come down to karate class with me. So I went down to karate class with him. Got into that, exactly. That's nice, that's true, I was that's like, that's you know, I don't true. want this to happen yeah, again. Sure. And then at a certain point, I was like, well, you know, I'm six foot two, but I weigh nothing. I'm that's super right. skinny. I'm that's skinny now, right? right. But yeah. like… Compared to which… Genetically… You doing money, yeah, right. exactly. If I worked right, out, right. So I was like, probably the, the best form of defense is not to get attacked in the first place. Let's right. not look like such a victim. That's right. Gotcha. Let's learn how to walk yeah. with a little more confidence. Right, right, right. Let's Just put a little bit on little those victim. bones. Yeah. Exactly. So that's right. what come in me
0: said, It makes sense. It exactly. makes sense. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, you've done good for yourself because now you're a trainer. And if you pull up your shirt, like, um, Ant, his name is Andrew, your, your friend? Uh, Keith. Keith, yes. Keith said, Lance, be careful because he might pull up his shirt and just start cleaning off his clothes on, his, on all <laughs> of his ass. I said, no, don't worry about that. We don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> so to, so anyway, so you get out of England. But what made you decide to come to Japan? Did you come to Japan first when you left England? Was that your first travel?
1: Uh, no. No. Um, so I went to University of Birmingham. Okay. I had a girlfriend at the time I didn't want to move too far away from home. Um, but I did move across the other side of the city. Mm-hmm. It was a totally different side of the city. Um it was in a nice place called Edge and it was it was good. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't like where my high school was which was in a really rough area of town mm-hmm. where you had to you had to watch your back.
0: Right Gotcha.
1: So, I remember I used to walk home from school with a steel just in case that I I'd stuff it up because we had to wear blazers I'd stuff it up my sleeve just in case just in case gotcha because we get attacked all the time know, on the way down
0: there anyway so yeah. fortunately never what you use what years are you talking about because you're just 30 something what is that is still that kind of rough? this your... I don't know okay I don't know
1: but this is uh, the 70s right uh, no, no no this this was uh, late 90s late 90s okay yeah, yeah late, and oh, then the early yeah, yeah late 90s and then I went to university, two thousand two to two thousand five. Okay. This is like late nineties, early two thousands.
0: Right. What did you study in college?
1: So I did. Uh, it was called money, banking, and finance. Okay. And then when I moved over to that side of the city, I, I realized that
0: people are nice. You mean some people can can be nice?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like on average. It's like. There are nice people here. <laughs> I went to an old. Rough and tough. <laughs> I went to an old boy school. Okay. Right? you didn't let your defenses the, and, down. You didn't say anything nice. No one said a single nice thing to our parents, excluded. Right, 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 no one you. said a single nice That's thing, right, thing right, to me right, my entire seven years at that school because you, you didn't You just chipped each other down. You just constantly hard, right? Hard. Hard. I got you. That's just the way it was. <laughs> so I went to university and I was just applying the same logic. Like, oh, this is how you make friends. Yeah, and you still yeah. had
0: your pipe and nah, you're nah, still nah. ready.
1: Nah. This just did, in case. This, this, did, <laughs> this did not work. And, and um, you found out
0: people were really nice. People, so I found out that people were nice. Talk to you.
1: Then. I joined this, uh, cha- uh, people would always talk, but like the way you'd make friends is just a bashing. You, you right. Just b-
0: v- verbally. Right, right. right.
1: Um, I joined this charity called ISEC. A-I-E-S-E-C. So this is an organization around work, helped recent graduates find work uh, in a foreign country, Mm any one of, I think it was 96 countries in their network at the time, um, for two to 18 month work placements so that they could go abroad and come back and then start their home job, but with a different cultural perspective. So that was set up after the Second World War, I think 1948 really kicked off, I think, in 1953 mm-hmm. in Europe. Mm-hmm. It started just in Europe. Mm-hmm. The idea being that at that time, if you go to university, you're probably going to be one of the future leaders. Right. So they wanted to educate culturally these leaders of tomorrow with the idea that the more people that went and had an experience abroad mm-hmm. and realized our mutual humanity, the less likely that shit like that Second World War was going to happen. That's right,
0: that's right, yeah. I got you. I got you. So, so, what's the name of the what was the name of the program again?
1: ISEC A I E S E C.
0: does that stand for? Do you know?
1: Uh, it's it's French.
0: Okay, French. So I, Isec. I can't, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's still, it, it's still it, going, Okay.
1: And through that, I had I met some great people. Really positive crowd. can-doers, Um, I got to go to uh, India for mm-hmm. three months and work as an internal internship with ISEC, Calcutta, mm-hmm. That was
0: two thousand. What was that? What was that like? Because this, this is your first time outside your country, right?
1: Uh, I got to go earlier that year to um, Sweden for a conference. And then it was a leadership conference because I thought I could run or be part of the leadership team for ISAC in my second year of university um, at in Birmingham. Uh, and then I had done. I did a foreign holiday. We had one foreign holiday as a family. That was Florida. And then I had a, something to the south. <laughs> so you went to the state. Something <laughs> to the south of France. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. But yeah, uh, this is my... First real, because you had to
0: stay there for a while. Shock, right? You had to stay there for a while. Uh, you said, "Oh, you yeah, there? three months." Three months, yeah. yeah. So you had never stayed anywhere for that long oh, no, outside. No, 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 okay, no, so no. you'd always. Been there. So what was, what was the impression that you left with? I mean, what what hit you first when you got there? Oh, it was great. So <laughs> I can like,
1: imagine. I, I, I mean, it was called up. Century like, I, I love and hate India in equal amounts. Okay, like. The bureaucracy trying to get get a train ticket or trying to you know organize like really tough the people once you're off the tourist trail wonderful wonderful people right beautiful people um so i land i thought i was landing in a field calcutta airport at that time. like it's just just I grass right I was like whoa where's the terminal right yeah, yeah, yeah. i land i'm greeted by aj AJ's like, oh, hey, Andy, Reno, you know, really nice to meet you. Um, I'm sorry, Vinay, who you're staying with, is not here yet. He had a car crash on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's like normal. Oh, my God, God. Regularly. is he okay? And they're like, yeah, hey, yeah, it's fine. Yeah,
0: it's no, 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 we will be here, here,
1: here in like t- t- 10 minutes, which means 20 right. minutes. thirty yeah, yeah, minutes, right. yeah. Oh, what happened? No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So then I realise that that is just the norm, and I quickly discover as I take that car ride into downtown Calcutta why that is the case, because, you know, wing mirrors are either tucked in mm-hmm. so that you have a tighter, right. easier entry through right. traffic or they're torn off right, um, right. and beeping every hundred
0: meters, ten times every hundred meters.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's wild. I was a, bit, a little bit scared to get out of the car. honestly. Um
0: Well, you did a lot better than I did because when I went on my trip around the world, I stopped in New Delhi and, and, and it was called Bombay at the time. Mm-hmm. It's in Mumbai now, but both airports, and this was in the 70s, I didn't leave the airport. Mm-hmm. I said, if it's this bad in the airport, I, and I was all by myself, mm-hmm. this is my attempt to go around the world. I said, if it's is bad in the airport, I am not going outside. And I didn't. I stayed in the airport until my next flight. <laughs> next place, is let me try Delhi. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm done. Until I get a friend or someone I know who can navigate through here, mm-hmm. my senses were up because I grew up in a neighborhood too where you like it's nice if you had a little pipe every now and then and you'd have a little something just to prepare because you were always tense, always ready. Mm-hmm. So I Delhi. I mean, I still haven't gone to India, yeah. with someone. I want to because I know it's a beautiful place, and I know the people. I have so many beautiful Indian friends. Yeah, but the country doesn't. Yeah, well. you, you so just got to remember
1: when the tour, wherever the tourists are, that's no where way. the people, that's where the worst people go because they can. take want to take stuff you're right, of course, exactly. of course. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you need to go off the beaten path. Yeah, and
1: then you feel wonderful. Right, then you find out wow. wonderful. I was invited into absolutely everything, just, like every, all the religious yeah. ceremonies. Yeah. Family gatherings, wedding. Eventually, I went back. I've been back twice since. Like one so Met the good friends. Yeah. Right.
0: So when did so after that? Is that when you came to Japan? After that? After So gone? that was my
1: first summer. Right. Of uni, we only do three years in the mm-hmm. UK. Um, the second summer, I had an opportunity to go to Croatia to have a work placement uh, in a an accounting company. So I did mm-hmm. money banking and finance. Mm-hmm. I chose money banking and finance because when you're 17 in the UK, someone that gives you a form and they say, "Right, choose your future and choose your right, so your so I want choose your money. degree." I want some and money. Like, I, want some money uh, <laughs> I want to make sure money is involved in it. Whatever. Well, I'm studying economics, and that's interesting. <laughs> is there an economics degree with a little bit more? And they're like, "Yeah, yeah. yeah this." I was like, all right, "Great, <laughs> that's, that's it. good, that's good, that's so. good." Um, but uh, I was also toying with going around Southeast Asia. Because my aunt, who I think is 17 years older than my mom. Father?
0: Oh, your mother's side? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah,
1: my mom's big sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she had lived in South Africa. She had lived in Singapore and Malaysia. And she told me, you know, some stories. And I was like, oh, that could be interesting. So I, I walked into a travel agent. I asked about the flights to Croatia. I asked about the flights to Bangkok. Then the guy said, well, how long are you going? I said, three months. And he said, well, you know, you could do more than just Thailand. Like, people travel around there. You could do, like... Uh, Laos, um, uh, Vietnam, you know, um, or you could go south or people also do like Malaysia, Singapore and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Malaysia, Singapore, I've heard of that, yeah, yeah. And my aunt went there, uh, let's do that and he goes, well, you know you've got three months, you could also like go into Indonesia and fly out of Jakarta and I was like, what is that? He shows me a map mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, alright, let's do that, fly into Bangkok, fly out of Jakarta, I'm like leaving next month, I decided right there and then. I had my money from my insurance payout because I had a little motorbike crash. Um, fortunately, I was fine. I just ducked the bike back together. Um, wait, wait, by
0: the way, what kind of bike did you buy? It was a, it was a ZX,
1: uh, Kawasaki ZXR 400. Okay. The 400cc, 400 bike. Three cylinders. Uh, four. ZX? It was a Kawasaki? Kawasaki ZXR, okay, ZXR 400.
0: Okay. Uh, I think it was a four. Okay. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: Uh, four stroke, sorry. Four stroke. Four stroke. Four stroke. Uh but sure it wasn't three cylinder? I can't say three don't cylinder, know.
1: but anyway, that's okay. Go on. But yeah, uh so I had them and I was like decided right there and then and ended up just traveling around there. And then it was in Bali I did a book swap in a hostel. Cause, you know, back then like people weren't on their Instagrams, right? You were reading books in the hostels if you weren't right, drinking, right? right, so, right you know, or on your long train ride over to gotcha. your Jakarta, Jakarta, right? was did a book swap with this guy. It was called Angry White Pajamas by a guy called Robert Twigger. And it was about this English guy who went to University at Oxford, studied poetry, I believe. He came to Tokyo, was teaching English, and he got into Aikido.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know where in Tokyo this was. I was reading this in like 2004. I didn't know anything, right? But this is, bear in mind, this is two weeks before I'm back at university. Doing my final year of university, mm-hmm. and the pressure is on to find a job for when I graduate, right? So okay. this is the time where you've got to apply for something. You've got to really decide your future now, right? So I'm reading this book, and this guy, he does Aikido, and at this dojo, it's a very serious dojo, in the corner there's always these battered, smelling, dirty, blood-stained group of guys who okay. so are never really talking to anyone, right? And he finds out they're on something called the course. It's a mix of Japanese and foreigners, and this course is a course that you need to pass. You need to be tough enough to pass if you want to be eligible to go to the next round of interviews to become a riot cop in Tokyo. So, you know, the, the riot police outside of yes, here? Right, 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 you, right, you see right. them every day. Right, right, right? Right, right, right. They are tough as hell. Oh, well, I know that. They have well, to survive that. this 12 to 18 month course. Anyway, as a foreigner, you could do it if you wanted. You don't get to go to the next yeah, stage yeah, of the interview. Right, right. You, but you, you, you can go to just the do course. the course just for so the, just for shits
0: and giggles. No, just so they have someone to beat up and throw around. So uh, oh, wow. Well, yeah, 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 so well, sure, you want to come in there? Come on.
1: So I read this. They train like six hours a day. You know, the,
0: You the, went in there? The, you went in? Wait.
1: You no, I read that? the book. Okay. I, so I put ideas in my head. Bear in mind, I'm doing karate in the UK as well. Right, right. So now I'm like, hmm, how about I go to Japan, continue my karate studies, do that for a year? Mm-hmm. So then I Googled uh
0: Jobs in Japan. Uh, with like now you're in Jakarta the, while you're doing this. I'm
1: I'm now back at home. Back at home.
0: Okay, you like can finish. All of now? my course
1: mates are applying for jobs. I'm like, gotcha. oh my goodness, I've got to apply. Right. I'm going through my PricewaterhouseCoopers Cooper's online application. I'm struggling to fake it through the first page with my enthusiasm here. Like gotcha, I cannot gotcha. even fake why I want this job. It's like, I don't. I just know I should get this job. <laughs> I, like I I know it's what I'm supposed to do. Like, I have to go here, or Ernst Young, or, or Arthur Anderson, or I guess whatever. okay. they but you, under you, it.
0: That's, you, that, Your heart was not there at not
1: all. Not there, so I'm like...
0: <sighs> well, did you ever think about working for, with your dad and saying, Dad, let me take it over? At least something you'd be controlling. Dad wasn't keen for that. He, uh, didn't, he didn't want to
1: give it up. No, he he didn't want me to have oh, the same was, life that he had. That wasn't no, well. He didn't enjoy his life. Oh, he did. He he wanted me to go and explore and do different things. Do something, I guess, better. Oh, he
0: wanted he to get you say? out the house. Was no, he saying? No, no, no. Like,
1: <laughs> in mind. His job it was in right. in a uh, in a shop. Okay. Right. So he's going and buying buying goods, bringing them in. It wasn't like a big business.
0: I understand it was just it. a small shop, right?
1: and I think. He could see that there wasn't going to be a very good future in that industry and and he wanted me to go go do something I, I went to university he didn't even finish school uh-huh. and I think he he wanted to push me to go and do go and explore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right uh, it's not a conversation that we had except once I remember him saying, "No, no, you're not going to do this because yeah, when okay. I was a kid, I used to answer, "What are you going to do when you grow up oh, yeah. I'm going to uh, take over my dad's business you right, know? Right,
0: right, right. But, but he didn't want you. Okay. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, uh,
1: so, so I, I just applied for a Google. I found that you could teach English. I Googled further what teaching jobs hire in the UK. Nova, E.ON. I applied for both. Nova came back with the first interview. Went down to London. Did the interview. Got uh, the offer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness, I've been selected. I thought it was special. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I left uh, September the next year. Well, did, they for, they for of, did they pay for all of it? they
0: pay for all of it? Paid for the flight. You had yeah. to pay for your own flight or no, they, pay they for, paid for the paid the for the flight. Yeah. they have a place for you when you got here? They put
1: me in an apartment in Namba in Osaka. In Osaka. I, right. I write down Osaka because well, how big was the apartment? Was it six oh, Tatami, to six yeah. Tatami? To I mean my room was smaller than this one yourself, so, the so but you, six to Did to you time, have a place yeah.
0: to shower in the room? Yes.
1: Was yes. it okay? It was a shared it was three people in there. It was 180,000 yen, and it
0: should have been... It was shared, it was the size of this room. No,
1: no, no, it was, it was a bigger apartment than big that.
0: Bigger apartment, okay.
1: Mm. Uh, I forget how exactly how big, but not big. Okay. Okay. It was a 90,000 yen apartment, I would say, that we were being charged 180,000 yen for. We didn't know we were being ripped off at the time, but then... And then came out of your salary, of course. That that came right? out the salary. yeah. And then I, I transitioned into teaching at high schools, because that gave me my evenings back. And then I could go and train mm-hmm. um, the karate. Fortunately, the wado ryu, which was my style, it's a it's a, it's a traditional style of karate, but it's not full contact. Actually, okay, right. Um, uh So the dojo was open only on Saturdays, but it was very close to where I lived. And then I was keen for something else. I found out the aikido headquarters was of the one style where you do randori, like proper mm. fighting, was uh, close, uh, just in Tennoji. So after a year, I started going there every day and just got into Ikea. But had
0: you already started lifting weights? I mean, to build yourself up, were you already? Yeah, yeah, uh, already did I didn't that. really know what I was doing. No. Right. But, but, I mean, yes. still you, but at that age, your body starts to respond. Yeah. You know, regardless, and your, your metabolism still high, so you don't have to worry about you know, carrying any extra fat. Yeah. And genetically, you already had that to your advantage anyway. Yeah. yeah. Are your parents pretty well, lean and mean? I mean, pretty lean. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Mm. Taking good care. Do your father do any kind of sports? Did he like? Dad was uh, super into football, uh, oh, yeah. soccer, you would call it. Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. We call it soccer. Yeah. But he still loves golfing. Does uh, he still do that? He can't do golf anymore.
1: Uh, knee He's and back,
0: back yeah, Okay. Yeah. Mom, does she do any kind of sports? No, she used to do, uh, ro- a- well, all kinds. Uh, Rowing. She was a big one. Ah, uh, yeah, not anymore though. Okay, mm. right. Okay, so you came here. You're in Osaka. You've gotten to a school now. Mm-hmm. How did you transition from there to where you are? What happened?
1: Yeah. Uh, so I was teaching at high school for six and a half years.
0: Okay. And, and you were just teaching English. Yes. But yes, you were, I part was, of the, were you I, considered were you out? Were you brought from outside to do okay. this? So you you weren't really part of the faculty. So I was. Um, Hired through ECC
1: Actually, Junior, okay, who yes. had a, ECC who had a contract with the government for the first year. Mm-hmm. Then I got a direct contract with the Osaka Board of Education. So that's okay. great. Oh, that's, good. That's, that's proper good. pay now that's and good great. holidays. Mm-hmm. So some schools considered me part of the faculty, but okay. I still had the uh, foreign teacher benefits because I didn't have the responsibility of having to look after the sports club or any particular form. Mm-hmm. So I just had to make sure my lessons were on point. Good. And my teachers love me because I, I said to them, look, I know you're busy. At the start of the year, I know you're busy. Um, I want your guidance, of course, because you have more experience. But I want you to know, like, I've, I've prepared this this year of... You've shown me the textbook. I've prepared this year of lessons. I want to go over this with you. And I want you to know that I, I've got it handled. So your Tuesday is at 9 a.m. And our Thursday is at like a 3, uh, what, 2.25... They're absolutely handled. You don't have to worry about anything. I'm absolutely open to your input, of course, Uh, and so they love me. And so because of that, I got lots of flexibility. I got I got to go home early or I got to study Japanese any other time.
0: And you took what? How long did you learn Japanese to a proficiency that you feel was
1: fluent? So I didn't do anything for like four and a half years, really. Uh, And then one year, I had a bet against that friend Keith that you mean. Right, right. right. Um, That was against Keith? Did he did he do the same thing? Well I told him no, no. I told him that I'd read about this Hasig method right. where people were learning all of the kanji in three months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. And then I read on forums and it's real. And I was like, okay. So I told him, I was like, man, I, I think I can do this. And he was like, nah, you can't do it. Right. Typical British, right? No, nah, hey, you hey, can't hey, do this. So we had same a bear, neighborhood, yeah. Right? And then he brought it up again in the bar like that weekend. It's like, hey, hey, here what Andy so reckons he's gonna do. So then like the bet was on April 1st, which turned out to be April 4th, and because it was January, I would, uh, within those three months, I would have learned all of the 2046 Joyo Kanji. It was mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, and I would be able to write 8 out of 10 that, uh, that were randomly called or specifically chosen. I would be able to write 8 out of 10 perfectly. If I didn't write them perfectly, I had to buy the whole bar shots, okay, okay. and at that time, my financial yeah, yeah that, were, that would have been it would be painful, a painful yeah. would have been a bad month <laughs>
0: yeah did <laughs> yeah, actually yeah um, so you so had did, a lot of motivation you had a lot of motivation a lot of motivation
1: so I did twenty three a day um, uh, you building stories in your mind mm-hmm. then I started um, watching TV this one show Aibou I put the Japanese subtitles on. I then uh, I would choose 23 a day again, new words, but I thought I could use that day in short phrases. I would memorize those using a spaced repetition system. Anki was the flashcard application, like Japanese front, Japanese backside of the card. Um, So if I forgot something, it would come back in the next day. If I got it right, it would come back in three days, then in a week, then a month, right? That kind of system.
0: Um,
1: And then by uh, August, End of August, I picked up my first book. I just went into a bookshop and I looked at the bestseller in the fiction area, and I said to the the the, 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 the shop staff, "Okay, I like detective type stuff. What so are these detective?" They gave So it wasn't an eyeball but it was a guy called Higashino Keigo, okay, and okay. he's like a, yeah, yeah. a thriller mystery guy. Right, and I was right. like, okay. And so I started reading that, and that was really tough because there was no like smartphone was, camera yeah. application nothing like that no no, no no
0: no and there's no hiragana underneath the kind no, uh no only for it's, some of the names some some of the first the names the names are difficult yeah in right?
1: for japanese it was really tough but um no i, I, I just started reading those books like, yeah. and because i wanted to find out what happened
0: this is how you know, good. It yeah, me yeah. get, Isn't me get do we? do you still read japanese do you do it no. regularly you start. No, yeah so, you think your proficiency has gone down a little bit? I think it has gone down a little bit, yeah. There's no reason to do it now, right? Yeah. But you have, but wait. So, okay, so anyway, so you've done that. After you did that, then how'd you get into fitness where you are now? Does that take you to where you are now? You left Osaka, how'd you get to Tokyo?
1: Yeah, um, so the Tokyo story is a little bit after, but I was still in Osaka. I was training at a gym. I, um, I had broken my wrist an egg truck was coming down the street. It was, a, the rear door was open. Oh. And it was about to hit my motorbike that I just saved for. Like, this is gotcha. like my dream I bike. You. It was I a Honda Fireblade, right? It was 900,000 yet Like, I was like, oh, I get this. It I got kind you. of I hit, you. right? Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to stop this. Oh, yeah. yeah he was coming at the but speed. It, that just it was t- a refrigerated me. truck. I didn't know. That's so it was a very thick, thick door. Yeah. Hit my... Hand the bike, then me. Um, it was fine. Broke my wrist though, and then that stopped me basically continuing with the aikido because I, I couldn't bend right, it, it, on it. My was left wrist, actually. Yeah. And uh, but I could still lift. So then I just started lifting more. seriously, more, yeah. And I went to
0: a very Was that all taken? The, the, the guy stopped. Everything was taken care of. Guy handled, handled everything. Even the shut the company. They didn't, bring, they didn't bring the ambulance or anything to get you to them. No. Okay, well, you the didn't police came them. down and measured they, everything. it took forever. The,
1: the president of the, of the company came down, sure bowing and apologizing. Right, 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 right.
0: Um, I got some money for that actually. Of course they would, yeah. Um, they took care of all the medical expenses, did. everything, and plus gave you money. Absolutely. Of anything that you would have been out of. They absolutely didn't And then, that. I'm sorry money too. Yes. Yeah, for the accident ever happening. Yeah. Only in Japan. I prefer a good risk though. Yeah, I know, but okay, see, but, it, but it's an accident. It In other nice. countries, you would have gotten uh, maybe a spit, or you have to chase the guy and say, "Did anybody else see him? Right. Did anybody see the guy? Did you get the license plate?" But here, it's just a whole different ball game.
1: Yeah, I'm grateful for that oh, for sure.
0: It's like when you went to when you started going to college, and you realized people were nice. There were some nice people, mm-hmm. and you come here you and know, they can be generous too and mm-hmm. non-assuming. <laughs> and you come you go, what? This has to not be real. Have you gone through this, Andy? I want to ask you. When people say that Japan is not real, they say this is not real. Like this society is not real. This is because you're going to have to go back home sometime. Hmm. Have you heard that before? Not necessarily because you're
1: in a bubble. Because I have to go back, but definitely I'm in a bubble. Bubble was the word that came to mind when you said that. Yes. But but they're in. They are in their bubble. Okay. Um, For them, the bubble is a mirror. The inside of the bubble is a mirror. For us, we can see through mm-hmm. because we have the experience of what else is there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm painting a broad picture on average for the average person here, right, okay. who has not studied a port, right, right, right the average right. Japanese person. Right, So we So we can see what else is there. So we can see that it's a bubble. Mm -hmm. But when you're in a bubble with mirrored insides, you don't know you're in that bubble, and you're not necessarily unhappy
0: that you're in that bubble, Mm -hmm. especially if it's a very civil bubble. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So okay. So how did you get here? How did you end up coming to Tokyo? So uh,
1: I should say how I transitioned out of. Um, yeah. High school into what I do now. Okay, so now I have You mean from
0: high school what you're doing
1: Sorry is what you high school I was teaching in high oh, school. Oh teaching in high school. I'm thinking, I thought you were taking me all the way back to you being in high school No, nah, no, nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> I said wait just don't... Okay, so now now I have a business uh, Technically it's, it's two companies, um, but let's think of it as one business um, It's two different websites one's in English one's in Japanese
0: Now you have you are talking about right now? Yeah, right now. Okay,
1: right now. This, this is how I transitioned. Gotcha. Now uh, I We put out really good, high quality articles, Um, that is a catchment, so it's content marketing for um, book sales and coaching. The coaching is over email and it is for um, very serious recreational trainees who want their training program and their nutrition program to be sorted by a coach. For the English language website, I look after that. On my Japanese website, my guys look after that, and the way the a lot of the Japanese articles now are written by my guys, Mm -hmm. but previously it used to be translations, Mm -hmm. and we'd make money on the Japanese side by translating books. And the way I got into that, um, I was training at a very serious bodybuilding gym in uh, Osaka. Mm -hmm. Like everybody there competed; it was great. a real rough area of town, but g- great old school, like great. But these are not wealthy people, and they are paying through the nose for supplements that they don't need. And I can see this because I can see through the bubble into the world of evidence-based fitness information. Whereas they are in this bubble where missing. they can only see this confirmation bias of this supplement is amazing. But I know they're wasting their money, and I want to tell them, but my voice falls on deaf ears because of course it like, does. What does this guy know? Everything else that they can find out just confirms that this supplement is amazing, right? So I was like, right, I need to do something about this because they're getting ripped off. This pissed me off. It pissed me off, right? So, because I went through a phase of spending $200 a month that I didn't have on supplements as well, and then I realized that actually bodybuilding.com, whose business is making money from supplement sales, is not the best source of articles to find out how to train. Funny that,
0: right, Lance? You mentioned something also about when Joe Rogan says it, and there's another guy. What's his name? Uh, Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferris. They give these suggestions as to which you should take and which you should eat, and you believe that's also rubbish. They shouldn't. Well, the problem
1: with the say Joe Rogan Tim Ferris podcast is that they're very popular because they get on outside extreme opinions, but extreme opinion holders they see themselves as cutting edge it's very exciting to listen to but there's not necessarily the the evidence base there yet and the like 99 times out of 100 there isn't going to be if you look back on past cutting edge Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. but everybody thinks they're that 1% exclusive case so unfortunately they give a mic to People who shouldn't really
0: have a large audience voice, unfortunately. And they have a very strong, big base, so it seems the people are following them, is probably more real than it's not. Because yeah. I know these 10 people that are doing it. Exactly. Even yeah. though they continue to stay fat and they, <laughs> their health looks like crap, but they're doing what I'm doing, right. and someday. <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Someday right. it'll happen. Yeah. Their job is not to vet right. people carefully, their job is to
0: get ears. And and something else they also say is that they're just giving you their opinion, Mm. which our news media has become. BBC, unfortunately, has gone that route too. Mm. You know, and I used to listen to BBC because their casters weren't so important. The news was right, but now they're giving their opinion, and nobody. I don't want to hear your opinion. Give me the news and let me decide. Mm. But they've stopped that. They've become an entertainment source. Yeah, not interesting.
1: That's, that's where my industry is at, and that's sure. why I, will, I think I'll always, well, my job is safe for now, let's mm-hmm. say.
0: So you plan on being in Japan for the near future? Or? I'm not sure.
1: Not I, not I, sure. I, I don't know. How long has um, it been now?
0: How long have you been here?
1: I've been here 15 years in total. Mm-hmm. I've been running these websites for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, at the start, the Japanese one was not popular at all. Uh, I split it off into its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't popular at all, but gradually, over time, we've just put out really good articles and we're just trying to be too good
0: to ignore. Okay, and you've been able to monetize these, both of them?
1: So, the English language, the English side of it's called rippedbody.com. Okay. Um, that has been successful from the start. I was able to transition out of uh, English teaching uh, within six months of starting it. Oh really? Um, it, was, it, was all, it was silly. Like I started writing uh, simplified versions of this, this one guy's nutrition methods. Um, it was intermittent fasting, with the lean gain style of that at the time, which was getting popular back then. It's now super popular. What would you? Would you? This is
0: two thousand uh, eleven. Because I've just started two years ago intermittent mm-hmm. fasting. Mm-hmm. What do you think that's ever worked for me. It has has has. Has. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that works, but you have to do it, and I have an app that works with it. Mm-hmm. 16 hours, or sometimes I do 18, I yeah. even done 24, but sticking to it, and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. for me. It didn't matter what I ate, as long as I kept to my fast, yep. and I did. The only thing I would do sometimes is drink black coffee, nothing in it, yep. and if I drank alcohol, it would be like it would be spirits. Mm-hmm. Like whiskey or mm-hmm. vodka, but mm-hmm. no sweet drinks, no wine, mm-hmm. nothing like that. If because I, I drink for the effect, not for the taste so much. Right. So if I had whiskey, and let's say four ounces of whiskey, no problem. And I still went, <laughs> and it started
1: to look good, and it works. You know what that is, that is calorie control, and that's yeah. all the that intermittent fasting is. There's, no, there's is. no magic fat burning. It's in. No, and that's no, just calorie is. control. It so doesn't it doesn't
0: matter what you're eating, but if you want to make mm-hmm. sure that your body functions right, from my mm-hmm. understanding, then you decide what you're eating. Yes, Because it doesn't matter what you're eating if you want to get lean. Yeah, But if you want to be healthy, yeah, then you want to make sure you eat certain foods and that will make sure you're putting the right kind of fuel in this vehicle that you're taking around. Exactly. Am I right? Exactly. Now, I, I,
1: I work with people who like to complicate that to, to the max. <laughs> but, which is fair, like right, some right. people, they're very right. into it and, right. and, and right. that's what I cater to. But it doesn't have to be complicated. And so to anyone listening, listen? I just want to say, look, if you skip breakfast and they only have a lunch and dinner, that can be a very effective way for some people to have calorie control. But I started writing about that. It was 168. it was started by a guy called Martin Burke, and it saddens me that you hadn't heard that name because a lot of people, unfortunately, they don't give credit, or they don't even know where right. it came from. I was writing specifically saying, this is Martin Burke's ideas, I was it writing works. simplified versions of that. And I had a guy called Phil, um, he's from San Francisco, God bless the people in the Bay Area. And he was in the comments and he said, Andy how much is your online coaching? And I was like, nah, and you had
0: never thought about
1: it. Nah, I was, I you were was just thinking, writing these articles. I was writing these articles. And I was like,
0: isn't that funny how that happens?
1: See, I was thinking, I was going to be a, a high-end, also English-speaking, personal trainer in Osaka, one-to-one, that would be my transition. And, and, and that would be it, it'd be in person. And my website would be my online business card, and I'd talk about things there, but it'd also help out my friends in the gym, we're getting ripped off. Right, right, right. So I'd write, I was writing these simplified versions of Martin's writing, which was a little bit difficult to get into. Phil, so, how much is your coach? Phil. Oh, may I send you an email? It's like, yeah, absolutely. Send him an email. It's like, so Phil, uh, my twelve week package is eight hundred and ninety-nine dollars. You, you just include this. I went for it, took a, I took a chance. Because <laughs> bear in mind I've been around I people you who are doing this kind of right. stuff. And so I, you, never you, you never thought you could do it. You never thought got it. And he's like, yes, sign me up. Like, send me a payment link, and I'm like, Oh, you I yes. would to <laughs> wait, 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 how to take money, how to book pay. PayPal, PayPal, so did that. And then all of a sudden, like, I start talking about how I'm working with Phil. Now, other people want me. And then, so this is like August, so I had to start the website in June, it's August. Like, by September, I'm earning double my English teaching salary. By uh, October, I'm earning 4x my English teaching salary. November was a slight dip on that, December up again, January like outrageous. And I've now got a problem because You're trying to keep my income. visa is now in jeopardy because you can, have income, a, right, exactly. you can have a part-time job as long as it's l- a low money, lower than your, your salary, kind of unofficially you can have a part-time job as long as the income from that is less than your right, regular right, right, work salary, but this just took off. So now I've got to now start my own company and then go and beg the visa people at immigration and say, look, this has gone a little bit better than I thought, but I have a real business here. Oh, please let me transition over to please let me transition over to a business investor manager visa. And that worked out. I was able to do that. I finished my contract at the school. So I quit teaching
0: English, went full time into that. And, and you're good. Uh, so now you're good. never look back. Yeah. And now you're good. That's fantastic. But it's funny how that nice. isn't that nice. Yeah. So you got eight hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. Is that how much it was? Eight uh, eight hundred and ninety nine. I think it 899. was. Eight hundred ninety nine. Or $799. And you kept it at that amount. And how many? How how big of a course would they get for that? So twelve
1: weeks. It used to be check in via email at any time with me. I quickly realized that if I'm answering at any time. And they're messaging me anytime, it's no good for me and it's no good for them. Because they're firing off emails without necessarily reading the materials that I've already sent them through and thinking about it. So that doesn't help lead to their independence. And also for me, I'm kind of trapped into this hamster wheel of always trying to respond check you for quickly.
0: Always, always, yeah.
1: So what I did was I transitioned it to being okay, you check in now. It's you check in every two weeks on a Saturday. I will look at your update on a Monday. This way, wherever you are in the world, a lot of my customers they are in America. right? So, wherever you are in the world, whatever your time zone, whatever my time zone, I will always be able to respond to you on Monday because the time zones will never clash. We've got a day difference. right? So, then they're checking in in a very specific format. Um, I've got the bullet point questions I want them to answer. Along with the spreadsheet that's very structured with their body measurements and their weight and like their ratings of hunger fatigue. yeah, no, right. yeah? It's all in there along with their training. Send that over, any concerns they've got, and then I'll respond in email. And now I do a little video along with the email for clients who pay a little extra. And then they will ask, maybe they'll come back and maybe ask any questions. Like I'll give my recommendations The once every two week recommendations. Come back with any questions on Tuesday morning. I'll then answer that. Right. And then maybe on Wednesday, I will have some more follow-up questions. So my work week is loaded for Monday, super busy with clients, and then goes down, down, down. So that gives me space then for creation. So uh, writing blog posts, uh, or working on books, and another book, or updating a book. Or, so I've done 10 now, but four different books, but 10 versions in total. Um, or working on, now I have to do some stuff for Instagram I try to do. You get um, to do some stuff. I get I, get I get to. I get to do some stuff. <laughs> that's right. You should sure do. Yeah. And, and, and uh, that's how I structured it, but I found that by purposefully having a delay from when yeah, everyone knows this. it's worked in lo- long enough in email, which means everyone knows us. Right,
0: right.
1: And the faster you respond, the faster your response comes back and the the answers that come back, gotcha. or the questions that come back. So even if I get an email and I see it now, I will maybe I'll respond right now, but I will set it to send tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. So that then they're left to think and ponder and everyone's happier. And smartphones are banned. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. email me from your phone. Yeah. yeah, You have to yeah, promise okay. to email me from your computer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if during the application process, which is kind of a bit of a gauntlet that I've set down, like my coaching page does not read like a,
0: I I know, I know, I know, know. it's really good, it's good, it's good. It's it's very simple, it's very, it's very, it's it's very plain, but Mm. only the information that's needed. Mm. I think the difference for me is that I'm sending them like,
1: because communication Mm. frequency is low, Mm -hmm. the volume, the the, the density, the information density in there is very high. Mm. I do it in bullet points normally, but it's like, it's good stuff, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot. So if it's on your phone, it's tough to refer back to, so I make them do it from the computer. But it works well, and I tell you this, for every one person that's upset, what do you mean? So I had a guy yesterday, I politely declined him for coaching, you know, in in the application process, I I say, look, you can't email me from your smartphone. He said yes, he agreed to that. Then I sent him the application form, and he said, hey, I'm on a three-month sabbatical in uh, Europe, I'm traveling around, I sold my company for seven hundred and eighty million dollars. I googled it, you did, uh, and I, I, I'm perfectly capable of working from my phone. I understand you might have problems with other people. You know,
0: it's basically. Me. I'm, the, I exception can, to the, I'm the exception to the rule. Right. Right? and I want you to take me because of how much my company made. I, I was like, making nah. My company, right, but. Get back to me in three months. Because right like, now,
1: you need to go and taste all those delicious pastries that they got in France. Would he you have to You need say? to go and eat the pizza in Italy. I don't know. I haven't seen his email Because yes, I wrote that yesterday, right? There you. It doesn't matter what he said. That's right. I'm the boss. There you go. Right. Of your, thank but you. Of of my business. Business. Talk to right me. Right now, if he doesn't want, if that's not for him, that's great. So, but I tell you, for every one person like that, I've got 10 people who read that on the coaching page. They see that like the no smartphone and email policy, and they see how serious I am with the other things, and how serious I take my work, and they're like, yes, this guy. Because he's not just trying for he's, anyone. No, no, he, wants he doesn't want it. it. He, he knows specific. who he
0: wants. Yeah. I like your comment, and all of you, please make sure you see Andy's comment on the Facebook page about, know uh, it's on YouTube, why he won't work with women. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to give you the spoilers, but it's worth you listening to. It's... Well done. They immediately hate me now. That was really good. <laughs> no, it's really uh, we, good. We can link to it in, in you your podcast link, I, sure yeah, yeah. I sure can. Yeah, I, I sure can. What would you like to end yeah. with? We're going to end this now, because I know we're going to be doing this again as we continue, because I think I have a feeling we're going to be doing some things together. Yeah, if you see me in the club, please feel free to have a chat. That's Sure. That's it. That's what you're going to end with? Yeah. I, All right. I, I, what about I, the people that aren't here? This might go further than just the club members. <laughs> You <laughs> in the club, some people don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're, we're sitting
1: in the Tokyo <laughs> America Club right now. That's how right. I know, Lance. That. That's um, right. What, what would I end <laughs> with? Um, good things have come when I've surrounded myself with people who are doing inspiring things to me because they make me believe in myself. And so, a tip. That I would have had for my younger self is to put myself in those positions earlier on I think I did a fairly good job of that but put myself in that position where I'm around these inspiring people like yourself and Mm. what you've done Mm. earlier on so that then I believe in myself more and I push and try to do and that can be you could join a place like tech where everybody's like CEO or, or, or they've got their own companies or, or, or they're on the board of some big company. It's like, Whoa, it's a little bit scary. Well, I just know, oh, this is Lance from the gym, right? Um, I'm not doing business here. It's just they're, they're, they're friendly. They're people. I get to see that these are just people. They're not scary. And then I start believing in myself. So that's one thing I would do. Uh, I think there's a tremendous value uh, in that. Thank you so much. Yeah, but but right. I'll say, sorry, okay. for those people, sorry, I forgot to say, for those right. people that they don't have a club they can join, right. they can listen to podcasts of great that minds so that inspire them. You can so fill true. your head each day. Let's say you, don't, you feel like you don't have time. Put a waterproof speaker in the shower. Do it while you're cooking, right? Listen while you're cooking. Listen while you're walking. Listen while you're going on the train, right? Instead of swiping through Instagram or Facebook, put this good information in your ears there's anything you could possibly want on podcasts podcast now. You can surround yourself, not physically, but with the voices of these brilliant lines, and that will help inspire you as well. So that's another thing that I, I try to do as well. Words of wisdom.
0: Thank you so much, Andy. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All of you watching this podcast, remember to press like please please subscribe because as you subscribe then it allows us to continue to do more and more and more but even if you don't subscribe we're still going to do more (laughs) keep reaching for the stars remember it's all on loan and you're too blessed to be stressed